Coming up on The Potter's Touch. The blessing you got right now is not for you. It is for the glory of God. The reason you got the gift to sing is not for you. It is for the glory of God. The anointing to preach the gospel is not for you. It is for the glory of God. The reason you're moved into that position on your job, it is for the glory of God. God didn't have to give you that job to feed you. God can feed you with no job. He puts you on an assignment. It is for the glory of God. This is the Hello and welcome to the Potter's Touch. I'm so excited about what God is doing and I believe that he has more in store for you each and every day. I'm excited to share this message. I mean, this message has blessed people around the world. The message is called Favor Ain't Fair. Sometimes God opens up a door for you and other people are envious of it. They don't even understand it. Sometimes you don't understand it. But when you walk in the divine supernatural favor of God, understand that favor just ain't fair. If you got it, you just got it. Take a look at this. I believe it will speak to you in a very profound and powerful way. When you look at Ruth, you are looking at a pattern and a path of the church. And over the next few moments, there are some things that I want to show you that happened to Ruth that may be happening to you. She started out afar off. She was in the corner of the field. She was gleaning. Boaz saw her when she was afar off, and he beckoned for her. With the beckoning of Boaz, she comes from the background to the forefront and comes into a place of blessings where she begins to become more prominent. When God beckons for you, he brings you from obscurity to notoriety, and you become more prominent because the hand of the Lord is on your life. Can you say amen? And God begins to bless you in a significant way. And all of a sudden, she comes into this blessing. Now, look at at what Boaz says as she comes forward. He says, there's a woman over in the corner of the field. She's going to be coming behind you reapers in a minute. They're reaping in the field. They're gathering harvest. He says, when she gets there, you don't have to say nothing to her. Just leave some handfuls, drop some blessings. Just leave them laying there on purpose. He spoke about her, not to her. She never even heard what he said, but she became a recipient of something that that he said that she didn't even hear. You don't know the word that God has spoken over your life. God has spoken some things that you didn't even hear, and all of a sudden things change, and you don't even know how they change. All you know is that you've come to the background, from the background to the forefront, and you find yourself gleaning somebody. Can you imagine Ruth going behind uh, the reaper saying, my goodness, my goodness, look at all of this. I didn't even have to pick it. It's just laying on the ground. Somebody's already picked it. This is the place where God says, I'll give you houses that you didn't build and vineyards that you didn't grow. I'm going to simplify the process for you to get the blessing. I'm going to take the work out of your success. I'm going to put you in a predicament that somebody else is going to do the work and you're going to receive the increase. And all you have to do is just respond to the beckoning of the Holy Spirit. Come in the direction I woo you. When I tell you to come this way, as you seek to obey me, you're going to find yourself coming in the blessings that you don't even understand because I have left some things behind just for you. And you don't have to be jealous of anybody because what God has left for you, nobody can glean it but you. Let somebody say, that's mine. So here she comes and she begins to glean hand 
Ghost on purpose. Now, you need to understand that there is a correlation between the blessings of God and the purpose of God. That God didn't just bless you so you can brag. God blesses you with whatever he blesses you with, be it finances, be it talents, be it the gift to sing, the gift to preach, whatever it is that he blessed you with. If it's good looks, it don't make no difference what it is that he blessed you with. There was a purpose. There was an eternal purpose, a role that you're to play. All of those things are tools to strategically maneuver you into a place of influence in that area so that you can fulfill his purpose in your life. Influence comes from God. Influence comes from God. Paul talks about the power to persuade men's heart. That comes from God. And he strategically gives it to you because God has a purpose for your life. The enemy wants to steal the purpose. He may not steal the wheat, but he's trying to steal the purpose. And what good is it for you to harvest the wheat if you've lost the purpose of God in your life? The blessing you've got right now is not for you. It is for the glory of God. The reason you got the gift to sing, it's not for you. It is for the glory of God. The anointing to preach the gospel is not for you. It is for the glory of God. The reason you're moved into that position on your job, it is for the glory of God. God didn't have to give you that job to feed you. God could feed you with no job. He puts you on an assignment. It is for the glory of God. So if you pick up the wheat root and you leave the purpose, you've missed the point. You must pick up your purpose when you pick up your provision. For provision without purpose will not give you fulfillment. The only way you become fulfilled is when you get the provision and you understand the purpose and you stand in the presence of God recognizing what he's done in your life. Are you following me? Now here the blessings fall. They just happen. There you are. Boom. Look at this. Look what the Lord is doing. There's some people in this room right now that things just fell on you. It just dropped in the air. You don't even understand how you can do it. You you can just do that. Other people find it difficult, but for you, you can do it. God just dropped some gifts on you. And you can do that. Do you not know there are people who go to school trying to be able to sing like you sing naturally? They're taking classes, spending money to do what God just dropped on you. There are people who wish they had the creativity that God just dropped on you. And you're walking around receiving the blessing of the Lord that just dropped on you. When when, when you first begin to walk with God, there are some financial blessings that just drop on you. I remember when I first got saved, people would just walk up, the Lord laid you on my heart. Have you ever had that? Somebody, the Lord laid you on my heart. And you get one of them holy handshakes and it would have something in it, you know. I don't mean the anointing, it has something else in it, you know. And you'd be, oh my God, you say, whoa, thank you.
thank you, Jesus. How did you know? That was just in time. I was going through something, God, and it was right in the nick of time, and it just fell on you. Just, just dropped on you. A check came, a refund check. You forgot you ever even made a deposit just on the nick of time. Here comes the check for just enough to get you through what you're going through. And it just happened to you. It just fell in your lap. It just fell in your And all of a sudden you said, whoa, yes, Lord, I thank you. Can you imagine how happy Ruth was after coming out of a famine to see wheat just being dropped on her life? That's why you ought not let anybody intimidate you about praising God because you don't know what I came from to get to where I am. And so when you see me rejoicing, I'm thankful. You're used to wheat. I'm not used to this. Don't get used to it. Always be thankful for what the Lord has done in your life. Some of these people you see, running all over the church and jumping and clapping and screaming. You don't know what they're praising God about. How dare you sit there where they're just emotional. You're just crazy. Anybody's emotional. If the building's on fire and you find the fire escape, it'll make you emotional. Anytime you escape the wrath to come, it'll make you emotional. Anytime you're raising three kids by yourself and God keeps on stretching the blessing, it'll make you emotional. Don't you sit there and be self-righteous. You don't know what people have been through, and God's just handing them blessing. There are people that are just living right out of the hand of God. If God didn't hand them their next miracle, they wouldn't be able to eat. But God keeps on doing great things for them, and they got to praise it. They're up under contract to praise it. They're obligated to praise it. They must praise them at all times, because if God hadn't done them a favor, they wouldn't make it. Look at somebody say, he did me a favor. Yeah, he just did me a favor. He just dropped some things on me. He just did me a favor, and I can't help it. I can't stop it. The tears just well up in my face. I get happy driving the car by myself because he did me a favor. That's what he did for Ruth. That's what he did for the church. He did us a favor. Now, if you're taking notes, don't forget this because this is very important. And I'm going to say it just like I want to say it. I can say it real impressive and intellectual, but I'm going to say it uh, just, just like I grew up on the corner. Favor ain't fair. Favor ain't fair. It is not fair that Ruth was able to receive what other women had to work for. The Bible might have said that God was just, but it didn't say it was fair. Because favor ain't fair. Now, I say that for the benefit of those of you who are recipients of God's favor. And I say it because I want to explain to you why people don't like you. The reason they don't like you. The reason they hate you. The reason they talk about you, the reason they're critical of you, the reason they're always in your business and in your face is because they resent the fact that God just drops some stuff down on you that they've been working all their lives to get and they don't understand that favor ain't fair. I don't know who I'm talking to. 
But whoever it is, stop apologizing, stop feeling bad, stop trying to explain it, and stop giving it all away, trying to buy yourself some friends, because they still going to talk about you anyway, because favor ain't fair. So the next time they're looking at you all funny, you know, because they won't say nothing, they just look at you funny. Just tell them, say, yeah, I know it ain't fair. I know it ain't fair. I know it, I know it, I know it ain't fair. It's ridiculous, ain't it? It's stupid, ain't it? It don't make no sense. Gets on your nerves, don't it? I know it ain't fair. Put it in the back of your car so when you drive down your car and you bypass people, you say, it ain't fair. Yeah, yeah, it ain't fair. It's favor. It ain't fair, baby. It's favor. It ain't fair. It's favor. I didn't earn it. I don't deserve it. I don't understand it. I can't explain it. But I got it. 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 Favor. Good God. Somebody help me. I feel the power of God. About to take over this place. Some of the stuff you got, no one, even your kinfolk don't like you. Because favor ain't fair. Let me explain something else. Sometimes when you get happy and you start praising God, and you don't even know why you got happy yourself. Have you ever been just sitting in the service and say, whoa, something just... Let me explain to you why that happens. Your spirit knows something that your head don't know. And the reason your spirit reacts and your head is confused is because your spirit knows he just dropped something else. You haven't even walked into it yet, but it's already been dropped. Eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, neither have entered into the heart of man. The things that God... He's releasing, blessing. He's releasing. He's releasing. He's releasing. That's why we can't hardly stop shouting. God keeps on releasing. Still to come on the Potter's Touch. Anytime you have had a ridiculous past with all kind of hell and went through reckless trouble and went through things that should have killed you, the depth of your past is an indication of the height of your future. For whenever the building is going to go real high, they dig out real low. And I came to tell somebody who's been dug real low that you ought to at least go as high as you went down low. And the greater your struggle, the greater your blessing. Women are into spiritual warfare. They're in a fight going on between you and the devil. If you had been like you used to be, you would have gone crazy. But you got some kind of crazy peace. This is the peace of God. I'm in pain. They said, do you want me to call a doctor? I said, do you know Jesus? What you call his name? Explosion. Courage. Knowledge. Positioning. P-E-C-K. We will have healing and restoration if we know what our daddy says. Out of your need, out of your capacity, shall flow, river of men.
transitional chapter whereby Ruth is making the transition from, from living off of handfuls. Let me, let me show you something. The Lord showed me something years ago. He said, in the wilderness, when Israel was in the wilderness, God performed a lot of miracles because of their weak condition. He did a lot of miracles. He fed them without labor. They got healing without work. They got shading for the heat. They got heat for the night. It was God's welfare program. And the reason that welfare never works is because welfare was never meant to ever be permanent. It was meant to sustain you through a particular period of adversity so that you could launch from that into a sustained permanent blessing where you're not always waiting on somebody to shake your hand. Because if, if you have to live off of people shaking your hand, you become a beggar in the kingdom and you start looking around for people and you start manipulating people because you need them to shake your hand to make it. And that is not God's will to keep you waiting on somebody to get through with something so you can have it. I appreciate everything anybody ever dropped for me. 
but I do not want to spend the rest of my life living off of what somebody else dropped for me. I want my own stuff. I want my own peace. I want my own joy. I want my own anointing. I want my own money. Here's the thing. In order to get, well, let me explain this. Ruth is gleaning, catching other folks' stuff through the favor of Boaz. She's catching other folks' stuff and living off of them. If Naomi hadn't have gotten a hold of that girl, she'd have got stuck at that stage, stuck on that one step, and never went to the next level. And quite frankly, some of you have spent 20 years stuck on the step of waiting on somebody to drop something so you could have it. Now, are you with me? And the Lord's been good, and the Lord sustained you, and the Lord blessed you, and the Lord made a way, and you got through it and all of that. But God didn't take you through. Everything he took you through, deliver you out of Moab, pull you out of your idolatry, start your life over just so that you could be a second-class, sanctified citizen running behind life trying to get the scraps from other people's blessings. The devil is a lie. After you've been through hell and high water, God has got something better for you. And if you don't start believing it, you won't start receiving it. Now let me drop this little bomb. Here's where the church gets stuck. We get stuck in the wilderness just receiving the welfare of faith. What Ruth had to make, what Naomi had to make Ruth understand is gal, little, my, my grandmama would say, little gal, you're gleaning behind the reapers. And you got favor and you're being blessed. But if you can receive this level of mentoring, I want to show you something. If you, if you will just listen at what I want to tell you, you will begin to understand that you're gleaning behind the reapers in a field that God means for you to own. Somebody say the whole field is yours. The whole field, the whole thing. Ruth didn't know it, but God was going to give her the whole field. And some of you are satisfied just to get a handful behind somebody else when it is God's will for you to get the whole field. Right here is where our faith runs into the biggest struggle. Because the, the problem with the church, Ruth, is that you have become satisfied to get the handfuls that the world and everybody else leaves behind. And I'm trying to tell you that where you are is not where God wants to take you. I'm trying to tell you that God has got another level 
that he wants to pull you up to. If he can break you from the welfare system of just catching whatever drops, God is going to bring you from stewardship into ownership and you're going to possess. Here is a young girl, everything she ever touched went wrong. Famine everywhere, destruction and peril. She lost her husband. She'd been through death and destruction. She had nothing left to lose. She followed Naomi just by faith. Now, now why do you bring up her past? Anytime you have had a ridiculous past with all kind of hell and went through reckless trouble and went through things that should have killed you, The depth of your past is an indication of the height of your future. For whenever the building is going to go real high, they dig out real low. And I came to tell somebody who's been dug real low that you ought to at least go as high as you went down low. And the greater your struggle, the greater your blessing. realize that Ruth, the Moabite woman, came into Bethlehem, married one of the richest men in Bethlehem, ended up owning the field that she was reaping behind. Can can y'all hear what I'm saying? And she's sitting up, riding around with the prince owning everything ended up giving instruction to the women that were once dropping handfuls behind her. Do you understand how God will transition your life so radically? See, it's hard to get believers to believe. If you heard what I was telling you, you would kick your shoes off and do the what toothsick because God is about to open up something in your life. I'm sorry I'm out of time. I've got to stop there. It's been a real joy to share the word of the Lord with you. I want you to walk in the supernatural divine favor of God and to understand that he that has began a good work in you shall perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ. Listen, the best is yet to come. Go ahead and walk in that favor. Let the haters hate. More than you asked for, bigger than you dreamed, and beyond comprehension. God's favor ain't fair. Stop apologizing. Stop feeling bad. Stop trying to explain it. Because favor ain't fair. For your gift of any size, you will receive the Favor Ain't Fair 3 methods set on DVD. You want to be accepted by your peers when it wasn't your peers that blessed you in the first place. It was the Lord that blessed you. Don't forget who blessed you. And when your gift is $100 or more, you will receive the Favor Ain't Fair DVD set, your very own season of favor journal that includes daily uplifting scriptures, as well as T.D. Jakes Classics Volume 7, four blockbuster messages on CD and DVD. If you don't start believing it, you won't start receiving it. After you've been through hell and high water, God has got something better for you. God is taking you to a new level of favor today. to do was help Ruth 
And Naomi was full of bitterness and pain and loneliness. But she started trying to serve. And as she was serving in the ministry, trying to help somebody unselfishly, God restored purpose back to the old woman. He restored a calling back to the old woman. He restored her so strong that her wrinkled breast started swelling with milk and she started nursing in her old age. And some of you come to ministry depressed, broken, and rejected. But if you hang in there and keep on serving, God will begin to restore the years that the canker were and the palmer were and the locusts ate up. This is- 